So uh, welcome to, to our new podcast today. Um, we're here today with uh, Steve Buchanan, uh, world-famous endodontics. Uh, you um, uh, graduated Temple U University. Uh, a long time ago. A long time ago. <laughs> um, and you have a private practice now in Santa Barbara, I do. California. Yep. Uh, so right beautiful. next to my training center. All right, okay. Yeah. Beautiful place in California, a lot of sun. I'm in imagine. February, it's 70 degrees. So, yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a nice it's okay. place to, to live and work, I can imagine. Um, uh, we were here today in the CEDA Center in The Hague. Mm -hmm. It's CEDA for uh, a center for innovative um, uh, dentistry education. Mm -hmm. They mainly focus on endodontic uh, uh, education, and that is your um, uh, speciality, of course. Mm -hmm. uh, um, we were talking today about, because I'm a general pr pr mm -hmm. practitioner here in the, in the Netherlands, um, uh, I thought I knew something about a good endodontic treatment. It was a couple of years ago that I did a good course, but I, I learned so much today. Um, oh, thank you. So very thankful for that. Wow. Um, you introduced a new term for me, the minimally inv uh, uh, invasive endodontics, right. which is completely new for me. And it uh, suits completely with the philosophy we have as a common dentistry mm -hmm. uh, to be as minimally invasive as possible, do the kind of dentistry. It's, it's, this, it's the same trend in medicine and, and other areas of dentistry. There's no rationale for wasting a part of a, a patient's body. Right. right. If we can do the job and save more of their, their tooth structure, that's a really good thing. Yeah. yeah. So um, uh, you, you mentioned that in my perspective up till now, the filing was part of the cleaning uh, right. process, but right. I was completely wrong, I learned today. That's what we all got taught. Yeah. It's not your fault. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> yeah, no, we were taught that you use files to clean and shape root canals. Um, the cleaning was all done by the irrigating solutions that, that, that we were using it with. Mm -hmm. The files, it turns out, actually make a huge amount of debris. Mm -hmm. Canals are more dirty after you use a file in the root canal than they were before you got in there. So what does that tell us? That tells us that once you understand that you're not improving things by cutting more tooth structure, then you realize the only reason we're instrumenting is to make sure we have enough room to irrigate and fill. If it's a young patient's tooth, we don't have any calcification. I have cases where I've not cut one iota of dentin in the root canal. I just soaked it with hypochlorite for 30 or 40 minutes and filled it and they work perfectly. Wow. So it's not about cleaning, it's about preparing the tooth in each root canal for the irrigation fo that follows. And irrigation is the most important thing of all. Yeah. That's the thing that if you did nothing else except irrigate effectively, it, they would all work. So the debris that you create by filing, um, you mentioned that you use EDTA during your shaping of the, of the root canal. Can I do. you elaborate a little bit more about yeah, that? Yeah, and, and you know, sometimes the simplest things uh, are, there's disagreement about. 95% of all the endodontists in the United States instrument with hypochlorite in there because that's the way Herb Schilder taught us. Yeah. And Dr. Schilder really set the stage for what the best, in, best outcomes in endodontics could be. The, the problem is, as, as uh, practitioners, we remember that, but we don't recalibrate based on the tools that we have now. And it's a whole different story. We don't want to cut big access cavities. We don't want to cut a lot of shape. We do need to irrigate effectively. Yeah. And uh, one of the unintended consequences of our rotary instrumentation revolution was it shortened all of our shaping times and we started seeing failures from our irrigation. Yeah. But most of the endodontists didn't know that was why it was happening. 
Mm. But we went, but the, a, a large number of endodontists in the United States went back to two-visit endo when my generation was a generation that said, no, you can treat everything in a single visit. And there's no patient that's ever wanted two visits if they could have one yeah. visit. Yeah, right? They'll pay you more for one than two. <laughs> than two. Yeah. Um, so um, you, um, uh, the, 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 the files you're using, they're, 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 they're smaller in diameter and smaller in taper. Right. Uh, so you, you cut off a, a much less uh, coronal dentin. Exactly. These files have lesser tapers. The taper used to be really important, yeah. and that's when our tools weren't very good. We had to have a 6 or an 8 or a 0 .10 taper. Now, if you have the narrowest diameter at the end of the root canal, whatever happens up above there, it doesn't make a big difference in the outcome. Yeah. So, of course, we would choose to cut less if we can. Yeah, and Once, save that, that important coronal right. dentist. So that's so important for keeping tooth yep. sound and, 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 yep. and giving this electric, elastic structure that, that, that it can function like a normal tooth. It's pretty amazing that teeth last as long yeah. as they do. When patients tell me, you know, how come my teeth are cracked, you know, uh, I tell them, uh, what, what else do you own that's 50 years old or 60 years old yeah. that hasn't broken and needed repair? So um, teeth are the ultimate composite material. Yeah. The, the mineralized and the organic component of that makes it flexible and strong at the same time. Yeah. So, but we do want to preserve it. Yeah. Um, before you do any, any cleaning, we, we, we um, do a lot of IDS, immediate dentin sealing. Um, are you worried about your dentin during the, the cleaning uh, the, 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 with uh, sodium hypochlorosis? Mm -hmm. Sorry. Right. <laughs> right. Um, could you explain a little bit about immediate, uh, what, is, what was the immediate, IDS? Immediate IDS, dental immediate dental sealing? sealing is that you, um, uh, the freshly cut dentin uh, that you expose, you want to uh, treat that immediately. You have a, oh, that's so great. Yeah, so the 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 um, uh, the adhesive procedure on that is uh, much more uh, difficult mm -hmm. uh, because of the less hydroxyapatite and the, the more collagen uh, right. that is inside of that. Um, uh, so I was always worried that during an endodontic treatment, um, my dentin would be. Uh, less of a quality to uh, uh, to get good adhesion on mm -hmm. during right. endodontic treatment. What, what's right. your view on that? Okay. First, I'd like to make a comment about IDS. That is so brilliant. Okay. When I started doing root, root canal therapy, nobody sealed anything, and they put provisional crowns on after they did full mouth preparations, and they would have three or four teeth with pulps that were killing them. And, uh, and, and the margins were always short because they knew that that was a little healthier for the gum tissue. And so it was like having exposed nerves. When we started seeing uh, composite resin cements come in, uh, also we saw so many of our cases, uh, the pulp died five years after the crown was placed. This was back in the days of, uh, 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 what was the old cement? It was, uh, The crown of bridge cement that everybody used washed out in about five years. And so we used to think that 
We needed to do a root canal five years after the crown was placed because the pulp was injured and it survived, but it slowly decomposed and dropped over right. the threshold of vitality. Really what happened was the cement washed out, the bugs went through the dentinal tubules, killed the pulp. Exactly. So when you seal those things the day that they're cut, we don't need to do half the number of root canals we used to after crown preps. Yeah. That's really fantastic. Once the pulp's dead, does it really help? Mm -hmm. Not so much, okay. because we have a uh, we have a, a hemisphere of uh, moisture delivering vascularity and two structure. You know, dentin is essentially a hard tissue sponge, right? You can't totally desiccate it. That's why bioceramics are so great on it. And if we if the pulp is gone, the effects of what we do on the surface of the root canals are not going to influence what happens long term with the tooth. Cutting too much tooth structure, that's a big difference. Obviously. Yeah. So there's a lot of uh, paranoia about um, if we have hypochlorid in there too long, are we dissolving the uh, co collagen component of the dentin and making the, the tooth more brittle? Um, there's a, the old myth that, that endodontically treated teeth are dried out, which is impossible. They're in a 100% hydrated environment. Um, they never dried out, they became weaker because we overcut the axis cavities. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, so after we, we've done the shaping of the root canal, uh, we did the filing and we want to go into the, um, the cleaning, the mm -hmm. irrigation part of the root canal. Um, since we are using uh, such small diameters and small tapers, how do we get the, the, the irrigation all the way up to uh, the, 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 the apical part of the root? That's a really important question. Yeah. And uh, the early proponents of minimally invasive endodontics got the access cavities to be almost minuscule. They were jokingly called ninja accesses because nobody could get into them. <laughs> and, um, and small coronal shapes. So beautiful preservation of tooth structure, but we're not seeing any lateral anatomy at all. So they were having challenges with that. Now, what does that mean? That means if you typically just let the solution sit in there during your shaping procedure, now that it takes 30 to 60 seconds to do the shaping procedure, you've almost done no cleaning. All the most important cleaning happens now after the shape is created. So with that, uh, with that situation, how do we manage the apical third of root canals that are only maybe a 1503 shape. Mm -hmm. Well, the research shows that just putting a gutta percha point to place and retrieving it freshens the solution all the way to the end of the root canal. So if you understand irrigation technology for minimal amount of money, you can have the right concentration of solutions. You can be placing them in the right order of use during the root canal. Mm -hmm. And one of the big things we're going to talk about, I hope, is why is EDTA better during the procedure than, than hypochlorite? Um, if you're using them in the right order, you're using the right concentration, we can predictably clean root canals, kill every bug, remove every little shred of pulp tissue. Mm -hmm. And once you do that, everything else will work out. It doesn't matter how you do the rest of the root canal. Yeah. So why do you use your EDTA during the, 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 the shaping part? That's a great question. The reason that um, I've kind of gone against the grain of what everybody else is doing is I came to realize that rotary files cut dentin so rapidly that they create a, an amount of dentin debris that we never had with hand files. Mm -hmm. So when we were doing a little bit of cutting with each of the files and we're going through all these instruments and irrigating between each of them, smeared layer was never an issue. Once we put a rotary file in there and we're generating like 
a whole canal full of debris in 15 seconds, now we got a problem. So what I finally uh, became aware of is I, I think the, the number of lateral, lateral canals and accessory canals that I was able to see postoperatively uh, were influenced negatively because I was shoving and blocking up these lateral recesses with the dentin debris that I was cutting. Mm -hmm. So what's the answer to that? Well, an, a, a weak acid dissolves that. So if we're gonna remove it at the end, why not do it while we're actually creating it? Yeah. And when we remove the smeared layer as it's being created, we have a better environment for the hypochlorite to do its most important job. Yeah. So actually you're using a lubricant during the uh, finding of the apex, right. and you're using EDTA during the- During the instrumentation. instrumentation and, and the last act with the file in the root canal in the presence of EDTA solution is slip the largest file that will passively drop through the end of the root canal, yeah. that's gonna dispel that last little one or two particles of debris and your cone fit's gonna be perfect. Yeah, and that's the last time you use EDTA until yeah. the last step in right. between you use the So I'm gonna be using hypochlorite for a certain amount of time depending on how I activate it. Yeah. If I was doing gentle wave, it'd be an eight minute cycle after mm -hmm. I make the, the platform. Mm -hmm. um, if I'm using ultrasonics, I can start my irrigation cycle by activating the solutions in each of the canals, mm -hmm. freshening it. You see a lot of gas bubbles coming up. And after you do that two or three times, uh, suddenly there's not as much uh, release of, of, of uh, CO2 and oxygen into the uh, irrigating solutions. And, and then you're set up better to let time take its effect. We can choose to use 40 minutes of time if they just soak and it's a passive irrigation routine, or if you want to get it done in 10 minutes, you've got to do something to speed that up. Yeah, so how would you do that? What is your... My answer is, um, I always thought that Indovac, negative pressure irrigation, yeah. was a genius concept that hadn't met its potential. I thought they should have had manifolds so you could do all the canals at the same time. Mm -hmm. I thought you should have a closed system so you didn't have to drip hypochlorite in there. And so that's, that's what pulp sucker is all about, is yeah. create a closed system, negative pressure irrigation device that feeds itself. Once you hook it up, you leave the operatory and the most important part of the procedure is being done without you there. Yeah. Well, you showed the, the, the small bubbles in between. Of, you mixed up with the, 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 uh, hyper, uh, the sodium hypochloricate. Oh, right. To get a Fo sheer force. Foaming it? Yeah, foaming yeah. it. Yeah. The, the, the biggest surprise I got during this investigation was uh, that if you add a surfactant to your sodium hypochlorite, which is uh, you buy a, a, a pint or a half gallon of it, put two drops of dish detergent in there, mm -hmm. the stuff you have next to your sink in the kitchen, mm -hmm. two drops, shake it up. Now you have a surfactant. If you draw a little bit of air into your syringe and shake it, it creates foam. And when you irrigate with foamy hypochlorite, it's twice as effective oh. as the regular stuff. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. All right, so could you elaborate a little bit more about the pulp uh, sucker? What, what, how, does it, how does it work? What does it, what does it function? Okay. Well, it's a closed system. So we have a stage that's, a, that's uh, adhered to the tooth in a way that creates a seal. Mm -hmm. So then we can apply a vacuum from our chair side evacuation mm -hmm. uh, unit and that will pull the solution out of the hypochlorite bag through the needles out the end and to evacuate it. So what we've created is a, a totally passive way to have solution come out the end of the needles. The advantage of that is besides the 100% safety is we have an effect five millimeters ahead of the needle. 
With Endovac, all the solutions are going in. You only get an effect as deep as you can place the needle. With our outflow, it, as I said, affects at least five millimeters ahead. So if you have a small curved canal and you just get the, the irrigating cannula to mid-root, you're golden. Right. So what did, we do? what did it do? It created multi-cannular irrigation, meaning all the canals are being irrigated at the same time. That's huge if you're doing molars. If you take a 40-minute procedure and, and, and collapse it into five minutes, but you have to hang on to the handpiece for each of four canals, yeah. that's, not a, that's not an improvement. Mm -hmm. Now you're hanging out for 20 minutes, bored out of your mind. Yeah. So we want to hook it up and leave and go have a cappuccino. That's always a good idea. So from, from my uh, perspective, you, you have the, the, the sodium hypochloric in an in a, in a IV bag. Yes. So that is... And that know. is hooked to uh, a manifold with little lines coming off it with cannulas. And gravity is pulling... And gravity is pulling it. So if, you're, if you'd like greater flow, just lift... I usually have it hanging from my microscope handle. Yeah. I just lift the microscope a little bit and the flow increases. Um, on the other end, we're pulling it with mm -hmm. the vacuum. Yeah. And um, so it's a system that runs without a power cord. Yeah. And that makes it completely safe because you did the, the chances of uh, uh, sodium hypochloric going through the apex is, is basically zero. You have to push it yeah. to cause a hypochloric accident. Yeah. We're pulling it so it's literally impossible. Yeah. The, yeah. Point, the point of the, the, the cannulas are inside of the root on the apical one third of the tooth mm -hmm. and they suction the, the sodium hypochloric. Okay. No, that's endovac. This is the reverse. We apply the vacuum to the pulp chamber, and that pulls the solution out okay. the end of the needles. Yeah. I, I, I was. I probably I thought misunderstood. I, yeah, yeah. But, Sorry. Okay. Oh, cool. All right. So, so, what's the most important thing you've shared with us today in in, the, in this course? By far and away, the most important thing I shared was that root canal files do not clean root canals. Yeah. And that's unbelievably liberating because now you don't have to over prep the ends of root canals. Yeah. The bigger the file, the more likely you're going to cause damage. And if you have a 14-year-old kid that has a pulp that died, you don't have to cut any dentin. They have naturally perfectly yeah. shaped root canals. So once you understand where all the action is happening, it's in the irrigation, not in the instrumentation, then we have We'd have no instrumentation uh, uh, accidents. We had a, don't have any apical blockage, no ledging. We have more ability to get around curvatures because our files are smaller and more flexible. Yeah. Because we know in a molar, even if you think you're cleaning it with a file, you can only cut half the, the canal walls yeah. in that space. So that's the most important thing yeah. that I shared with you. If everybody left here and just goes, okay, I'm not cleaning root canals with a file, I'd be happy. The well, cases would improve. It, it, it was a great message. It opened Good. my eyes, so I'm very, very grateful for that. Um, I, I'm, the, the course will be on our uh, website, so people mm -hmm. can view your course through the Karma platform. Awesome. Um, so we're, we're very. I was very happy to be to be here to meet you in person. I was very honored. Likewise. Um, so uh, I hope to see you uh, in the future. Uh, you come back to Europe to the Netherlands again to give a, a good follow-up on all your new uh, uh, developments and uh, good work that. you do. So Hope thank, to see you. Thank you very much. In fact, I kind of think it's not going to be 10 years like last time. Yeah. I think I'm going to be seeing you next year. That's good to hear. All right. All right. Thank you very much. My pleasure. Take thank care. Bye-bye. See you at the Apex. <laughs>